excited to be back today where we have some really cool guests. We talked to John Newbery and Tom Lavolsi, who are the co-founders of this app called Gopher that we're going to talk about. You know, what you've been up to? I have just finished a successful month of pumpkin sales here in Apex, North Carolina. Your family grows pumpkins, right? Long time. Since 1976, Christmas trees, pumpkins, and certified organic produce. A little bit of confession from Joe. I, I work out with my personal trainer on the way to where your pumpkin patch is and stop at the pumpkin patch with a cigar. So that's good for your health. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> You're that bad influence. I thought about the craziness of what it must feel like to be a pumpkin. A lot of fruit and vegetables have utility. Like, I wonder if they just sit around going, I got to feed on the right hands, a pumpkin can be used to the max, but in most hands, it's just carved and discarded. And gutted. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny because we have all chopped the heirloom. Chopped into pieces. Yeah, chopped into pieces, set on, piled on. And, and then put know, on the porch to rot. Left out of the to rain. To warn the other pumpkins not to screw with people. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I saw a grown man jump in a wagon when he was afraid of my puppy. Did I tell you that story? Oh. I saw a grown man jump into one of our wagons because he was afraid of my Right. Puppy. You put out like, so just to set the scene, yeah. Josh puts out like radio flyers. Yeah. And wagons that are like utility wagons that yeah. just might load up with yeah. stuff to put to the beach. Yeah. And these are so that you can put them, your, your pumpkins that you buy in them and take them to your car. Yep. We have thousands of pumpkins rotating, coming through. And we, I'm big on wagons and aesthetic. And the wagons I prefer are the all-terrain radio flyers with the wood walls on the side. Yeah. One day I was there. I was all by my lonesome with my puppy. Callie is her name. Yeah. She's five years old, but she's a small to mid-sized brown. What kind of dog is she? She's a registered English field. I dog. think that your dog looks exactly like Kramer from Seinfeld. Oh my Because the hair on top is crazy. It's so right on. And uh, the dog is super sweet. Like it'll yeah. run right up to you and stop and sit yeah. down and they'd be like, okay, pet me now. Yeah. And it just wants you to pet it for a couple of minutes. Or a lot of times I'll stop in and she'll see me. Yeah. And then she'll go tearing off. Yeah. Because she's going to get her toy. Well, yeah. Show it to me. Like, yeah. look at. She's look the at ultimate. Thing. Yeah. She's the ultimate greeter. I call her the pumpkin queen. <laughs> we are, literally have reviews. But it's her. a nice dog. Oh, yeah. Oh, sweetest it's not dog. not on a leash sweetest because it, it sticks around. Some people don't like dogs. This guy must not like dogs. This guy, meaning the guy that jumped in the wagon. <laughs> yeah. This guy did not like dogs. He saw Callie coming towards him. a grown him. man. A grown ass man jumped in a wagon. And made some sounds like little screechy sounds. I love like, that. I love that it is mine. This, this will let me escape the dog when he jumped in a wagon. That's a highlight of my last few days. Thank you very much. Thank you for listening to the Guys Who Do Stuff podcast. Visit guyswhodostuff.com. You probably shouldn't Google that. All right, welcome to the Guys Who Do Stuff podcast, the show where you get unstuck, tell a better story, and have a good answer to the question, what are you doing today? I'm here with my co-host, Josh. What's up, everyone? And we're very excited. We got the, are you guys the the co-founders of Gopher? So yep. go ahead and just introduce Guilty. yourself one by one to our audience, please. All right. Hey, everybody. My name is John Newberry, I'm the acting CEO and co-founder of Gopher. Tom Lavolsi. Uh, co-founder of Gopher as well. Thanks for having us on. Yeah, no doubt. And we're excited to talk to you guys about it. I've heard of Gopher before, just like in the ether. You guys have been around now for a while, but I would love it if you just break down real quick. If you don't know what Gopher is, what's Gopher? Gopher is an on-demand marketplace for services. We've got, we're a dual platform. So on one end, the Gopher request app is where you would literally request any help that you need. 
And on that app, you get to make an offer for how much you think is fair for what you're asking for. We at Gopher will then broadcast that request out to a network of gophers on the Gopher Go app, and they'll see with full transparency how much they're going to make, what they need to do, when and where, and if it works for them, the two are brokered in the app, the work gets done very quickly, and the gophers paid immediately after, everybody's happy. I like that. Um, easy. You know, this whole thing started just a parlay on that. It started, we saw a big opportunity, a lot of the gig economy apps like Uber even, they were really empowering the company. They were empowering the business. With Gopher, you can literally request anything, whether it's alcohol, tobacco, rideshare, uh, a lot of home services, deliveries, things like that. And the, the beauty of Gopher is that you as the requester, you set the value, right? You think you put out a number of what you think it's worth for someone to do that for you. And then it also empowers the Gopher themselves, right? So uh, a lot of gig workers, they basically get told, Hey, there's something in your area that needs done, do it with Gopher. There's a notification that goes out, like John mentioned that says, Hey, here's what needs to be done. Here's where they are. Here's how much you're going to make. Do you want it or not? It empowers them to uh, decide whether it's worth their time doing or not. And obviously we have some uh, significant updates that are getting ready to drop that we are more than excited about that uh, will include a little bit more of a negotiation component to it. Okay. Yeah. So I, I love the idea. It feels very fair across the board where sometimes you get, a, you ever done a ride and it feels unfair. Like I went to a U2 concert in Ohio and we tried to get an Uber after the show it was like $148 to go like six miles. Nothing you could do about it. What are you going to do? Walk? So that's why we're creating equilibrium between supply and on demand. Yeah. I like that. I'm curious as to what's some of the popular requests, because you can do, basically you open up the app and it's like, great. What do you want to do? Like I got the app open right here. Request type. Is it a delivery or an errand or is it service or labor? Those are two very broad categories. And then you just say, what is it? Describe it. How much do you want to pay? And then put in your location and it goes into your platform. What are some of the common things that people ask for? I have to imagine it's alcohol. For sure. Delivery is the most popular. Larger part because that's what we started rolling out. It gained much more popularity with its horizontal nature down the road. Yeah. But yeah, definitely deliveries, alcohol, tobacco, food, groceries, convenience store deliveries. And then you've got your home services. Uh, I need a TV hung up. I need a fan installed, whether it be electrical, plumbing, and then you get rides, moving, junk removal. It's extremely popular. And here's why. So if you have a bunch of garage clutter and you want to call somebody to come pick that up, go online right now and you're going to get an estimate of 175 to 250. They got to fill that cube truck up. That cube truck plays, pays a fee to get into the dumps and so on and so forth. Yeah. These are the guys like junk luggers and all the trucks in the area. Yeah. And so you've got somebody in your neighborhood that's got a truck that could use 40 or 50 bucks. Yeah. Nobody's business. Be there in 10 minutes. And I think if you're the guy, you're the gopher, then you're like, maybe I want some of this crap this guy's throwing away. Like, <laughs> bonus. No doubt. I, yeah, I hear that I all guess, the time. Yeah. That could be a conservative bonus. <laughs> like, I don't care where it goes. Just get it out of my <laughs> head. Out. Yeah. And there's, that's another really cool thing about this whole process has been to see just how broad it is. So on another application, uh, shameless plug here, I own another business called CTS and we do voice and data cabling, audiovisual security systems for commercial offices. Mm -hmm. And the reality is like, I love my team. I love them, but you know, they're on a job site and they, they need a $5 part. Yeah. Historically, that means two guys hopping in a van, smoking cigs on the way to the supply house. And I just lost two hours of labor. Sure. 
and progress on the project. So now with Gopher, our operations manager, he just gets a notification from the field says, Hey, I need this J hook or whatever part. Yeah. We'll put a Gopher request out and for 20 bucks, someone will go to a supply house, pick it up and drop it off at our job site. So. Right. But you don't lose paying two guys exactly. $15 an hour a piece exactly. so that they can go smoke for 20 minutes. That's right. That's exactly Stop right. Stop at There's, the gas station. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, it, it's every day. It seems like there's something new, but John has a, a pretty cool list of some very unique, I'm not sure safe for radio. Well, no, uh, yeah, we wouldn't even talk about those because <laughs> those ones get, they get nixed. But I uh, will tell you this, this is by far the, the most unique one. Uh, guy says he has a request to come take a beat up bunny to the Raleigh emergency wildlife rescue facility, wherever that is. And so basically his dog, he had a birthday party for, I think it's six or seven year old. It's on Google as far as a review. So you can check it out. Wow. But yeah, so he's, oh my gosh, then my dog mangled up a baby bunny. Like, what am I going to do here? And so he called Gopher to ask somebody to come pick up the bunny and take it to this facility in which he did. He got somebody to accept it. It was for like $30 or something like that. Saved the day at the, the party so the kids weren't freaking out and it didn't end and so on and so forth. And then followed up and said that, yeah, the bunny survived. They put it back out. It could have been, so could have been nice and cool. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That yeah, that's well. crazy. I have to imagine you guys can feel a little good knowing you're probably cutting down on drunk driving if there's a lot of alcohol being delivered. That too. Absolutely. Yeah. And ride sharing. It's, yeah. There, there's a lot of positives, man. And it's all about convenience and yeah. giving people the opportunity to, it's the definition of fair market value, right? So when someone sends out a request or anything and the gophers get it, they have the opportunity to accept it or make a counter offer. Right. Hey, I'm not going to do it for 20 bucks, but I'll do it for X. So it's, it's the only app that exists. So we have a real opportunity in the gig world to really flip the script on all of them. So yeah. This update that we're patiently waiting for Apple to get their stuff together. I have to imagine too that there's a ton of money. If let's say I bought something off of Opera, OfferUp or Facebook Marketplace, and then I didn't want to go get the thing, and I didn't want to pay them their fee because sometimes people are like, "Yeah, I'll bring you my couch. I'll charge you 150 dollars an hour." Okay, your couch is 90 dollars. It's <laughs> yeah, exactly. They are they are a part of several requests. Offer up. Let go marketplace, even next door. They want if somebody's offering something like, gosh, I got a car, I can't pick that up, and I really want that. Go yeah. for it. Make a fair offer and see what happens. And then the gophers do have an opportunity to counter too. For whatever reason, somebody offers something that's probably a fifty dollar, you know, project and offers twenty five, and then fifty people go, I'll do it for fifty. Then they have an opportunity to edit the request and change the amount, and then bink. It goes. Oh, I was so wondering about that. That's not a real-time feature. So when Tom's talking about the updates, he's talking about enhancements that we have learned over the last two years that are very important to people and that are going to be extremely relevant in getting this thing to the next level. So a live counter offer, there are so many times where literally $5 goes from one person or interested in doing it to 100 people. $5. And sometimes people just don't know, what is the offer? I'm like, I'd do it for that much, so let me offer this. And... Everybody else is like, well, we wouldn't, but they're not upset that they have to pay $5 more. They probably would pay $20 more. We're just trying to do that in a way where it's, you're not hung up on negotiations and you get it right. And then we will continue to compile that data of these spending behaviors and preferences and so on and so forth. Yeah. Try to educate our users to understand what, what the true market value is. Because I've myself, through this process, done lots of gigs. 
in my discovery. So I'm like, so you're out doing gopher. Oh, I've definitely done go. You're like, yeah, oh, I'm just kind of the co-founder. Yeah. Oh, I've done over 500 <laughs> gopher requests. <laughs> no, not gopher, other gigs. Yeah. Uh, with other companes. Okay. These are so, mole. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. Shamelessly. Because I want to know. So when you pay company X $100 to assemble a small little piece of patio furniture, mm -hmm. I got paid 40 bucks. That's a, where's that 60 at? Yeah. How do you justify taking that type of margin from the worker? You can't. And so if you used our app, cost you $2.199, cost you $2 to make a request, and then a small percentage, 8% of the fee. So if you paid $100, you're going to pay 10 bucks. And if you reduce that down, you can obviously, let's try to compare this example that I did. So if you paid $100, then that worker's going to make over 90. Right. Yeah, I know if I were to use a service like this, like I recently was one of the people frustrated at Chick-fil-A. Because you feel like if I'm going to hire somebody, a gopher or somebody in the gig economy, I would like the majority of the money to go to the person to them, that right. I'm hiring as opposed to funding an organization. Uh, and that, I think yeah. that's why Chick-fil-A got in trouble. Did you hear about that lawsuit? They were basically charging more for food without really disclosing it if the food was delivered. So if, if fund, fundamentally, Chick-fil-A was charging a premium to get your food delivered that Chick-fil-A kept instead uh, of passing it to the people that were delivering the stuff. And my kids use this all the time. Like they'll get a number one from Chick-fil-A. They'll get it delivered to the house, 20 bucks. Yeah. Yeah. Easy unfortunate part. A lot of the, the food delivery, right? So that's obviously a big vertical that we're going to be focusing on down the road because the, all of the current apps, right? So the DoorDash, Grubhubs, et cetera, they will take your existing menu, mark it up and then charge a, a, a commission to the establishment to, to use them. With Gopher, it benefits the restaurant. The worker who picks it up makes 100% of whatever the offer is. So it, yeah, we really are all about the business of you know, getting more food out of their kitchens without hitting them with some type of mission or marking up their, their food to, to, to hurt them more Yeah, and putting more money in the, the Gopher's pocket. Yeah. I'm of the mindset if, if you need to raise your prices, but don't just raise it on delivery. There's a lot of benefits to, we've got five kids in my household, a blended family here. And needless to say, we're going to order some fast food sometimes. Usually the kids are creatures of habit. They want the same place. Right. You go online or not online on, the, on their app and then you order through there. So you're gathering rewards points like crazy. And then you just use a gopher to go pick up a meal that's already paid for. So the restaurant got their full margins. And we love doing that to local businesses because some of them have opted out of these relationships with third-party delivery outfits because they have to do one of two things. They have to pay a significant commission depending on the volume. And in some cases they might raise their per item fees to offset whatever these costs are. Nonetheless, you, they're giving two different experiences and nobody wants to do that. You want to have a brand, you want to have one mantra that you're going to, this is what you get with restaurant X all the time. And that's not the case if depending on what third party you're going to and the type of volume you do. We work, some of them don't even know when we, would like to change that, but they don't even know that Gopher is being used to their establishment several times because the person that's coming in is saying, I'm here to pick up a uh, order for John. Great. Here you go. And boom, they're off to the races. So they're getting it so fast because it's not going through this dispatch process of order comes in, call the restaurant, see if they can fulfill it. Then locate a driver, see if the driver's ready. Driver says they're ready. Now go back to the restaurant and say, go ahead and cook it and so on and so forth. Whereas this thing's already done. Restaurants got their focus, cook this food as fast as I can. 
And then simultaneously the gopher's on the way to go get it. So it's, you're going to pay what you want to pay. I don't want to say necessarily you're going to pay less, mm -hmm. but you're going to pay an all-in service fee for this gopher to go get your food that you wanted to pay. There's something exciting about bids too. Yeah, uh, we'll do it for this. <laughs> just see if you can get away with it yeah. Yeah. and then realize maybe not. And that, you know what though, the, the good part of that is that the data that we're collecting behind it will show you, hey, you put an offer out of $5 and all this many gophers looked at it. This many gophers said, I wouldn't do it for five, but I'll do it for X. So it yeah. literally is setting the fair market value. And one more thing on the food delivery stuff, a lot of the, the marketing for lack of a better term, some of these third-party apps will, you know, say zero, zero dollar delivery fees, blah, blah, blah. But all they do is they blend that cost into the markup of your food. Mm. So it's another thing that Gopher doesn't uh, doesn't do. Yeah, full transparency from start to finish in every single thing. And so the front end user knows exactly how much they're going to pay for whatever offer they want to make. And then the Gopher only sees what they would make. And they frankly wouldn't care right. how much somebody paid for whatever, whatever before. Yeah. But what is my involvement? What do I need to do? And what's going in my pocket? And they know that every single time. For somebody in the gig economy to have that kind of flexibility, it seems like it would be fun. There's a lot of weird stuff I could do today. Yeah. I might okay. deliver some guy some beer. I yeah. might fix an electrical outlet. I might. And you get paid instantly too. That's, that's one of the biggest different, uh, differentiators. So as soon as a gopher request is initiated, it goes out to all the gophers. When a gopher accepts it, money is put into escrow and we use a third party payment platform. So we never see anybody's financial information that's by design. But as soon as that gopher accepts a request, money is put into escrow. And as soon as that is marked completed, money is instantly put into the gopher's account. So as opposed to a lot of the, all of the other apps out there, but you don't have to wait you know, a week to two weeks to get paid. You get paid instantly. So give us a quick sense of the size of gopher right now. What's your service area? How many orders? You see, it. yeah. So right now we have fifteen thousand downloads that have used the app, and it's right around half and half gophers and requesters. That has been in all fifty states. Again, yeah, oh, not again to your users, but like I was talking with you earlier, we haven't really done any significant marketing at all until we feel like we have the app that you've asked for. Over the last two years, we've uh, accumulated a lot of requests and gotten a lot of feedback, sometimes harsh feedback, but that's the best feedback. And, uh, and now we are about to unleash a series of 18 months worth of enhancements that we know will benefit everybody. We'll make the front end user experience easier with more options and more understanding of how you can really benefit from this. And as far as the gophers go, we will let gophers uh, establish, you know, themselves on this marketplace pretty significantly, unlike anywhere else. Like for example, if you're a delivery driver, you don't really have a say in anything that you do. You are getting a request that they have given you right. and you're in a rotation and a pecking order and all these types of things. With Gopher, when we introduce Select Mike, you may have used somebody and you're like, thanks so much. I, I really like your punctuality and you get exactly what I like, the way I like it, and so on and so forth. So you can use that same delivery driver anytime you want. Now, provided that they're available, but you can request for them to be available on the platform, whereas that's, you know, not available anywhere. So that can be used for rides, especially. Some people like to have multiple different rides and have multiple different conversations. And some people just know I'm like that person and that's who I want every right. time I'm in the car. Cause they don't say anything or they say exactly what I want to hear. I don't know, but we want to be able, we want to provide that type of opportunity for our workers. And I just use delivery for an example. If you've got a handyman that you've used and then you've got other handy projects, 
then that can be who you request. So we wanted to try to provide this marketplace for services that allows the people that don't have to pay a ton of money to put themselves out there on Google and other platforms or some of the service platforms, like I'll just keep names out of it, but that don't charge you for leads that aren't really leads. Look, there's some of our maintenance people aren't the best salespeople on the planet. And so, Hey, I got your name. I saw you wanted a roof. So <laughs> it doesn't mean they're probably not going to get yeah. capitalized on it. But if I see it differently and I say, wow, this guy's done 20 of these, all five stars, fantastic ratings, testimonies, and all that. We'd like to provide that opportunity for you on the platform so people can see that. And then that's how you get selected. Not how much money you paid to place yourself on Google ads or whatever. Hmm. I like that. Yeah, man. You know, it was interesting. Early on, when John and I first started down this road, there were a couple of, you know, pretty big milestones or indicators to us that, hey, man, we got something here. This is legit. This is real. And what, what was the time frame that you guys were getting started on? Oh man, two and a half, three years ago now, idea started on a golf course, like most good ideas do. It was just something that he and I both, we chewed on for a while. We vetted it. We tried to punch holes in it and we kept coming back to the same place of, man, this is unique. And I think there's a lot of benefit to this. We started down this really exciting path and getting it off the ground, which as any startup knows, that's a, a job in itself. The last 18 months talking about the the numbers where it's odd, like all these people that we talk to about fundraising and, and uh, investment and things like that, there's almost this level of arrogance with them that you have to have 50,000 users before we'll even talk to you. We are trying our best. And I know this sounds crazy. We're trying to keep those numbers in, in somewhat of a containment, right? Because what we don't want to do is have everyone and their mother download the app right now because it's not. To John's point, we've made enhancements that we've learned people like and don't like. So early on, most people are trying to get acquisition to get as many people on as you can, but where we have been very intentional and deliberate in how many people we expose to the app, get the feedback, do something with the feedback. Now, the last 18 months and these enhancements that John, I can't praise John enough for all the work that he's done, but we are chomping at the bit these these enhancements that come out because as soon as that does then we're actually going to do our first marketing campaign yeah and we're talking geographically when we're talking about contain we would love to have 10 million users in this area so that we can service this area and just but right now this is our area right now it is it, yeah absolutely so from now until the balance of the year what we're going to focus on raleigh and really servicing this area the best that we possibly can while the enhancements that we have down the road are totally built to scale so that we can support all of these other areas and give them the same benefits that we would here. But over time, we've learned what areas that we need to focus on to do that. And I think that we've got that nailed down. We feel good about it. And now it's just go time for our developers. Yeah. Is there a real gopher in the works in the vision that can be in a go to events? I want to see the gopher. The like, gopher out. from Caddyshack? The kids will pose with the gopher. <laughs> That'd be, yeah. you gopher know, alive and well. You know that's right. <laughs> yeah. I know. We I just see. can't fruit with the body right now. But how do I would just say, what's your body? Are you? Uh, it's a gopher. I mean, you don't know what it looks like down there. Your dad bod gopher? Are you COVID gopher bod? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Just coming out of COVID's yoked? We don't right. know yet, but we, we definitely want it to be you know, noticeable and fun, but yeah, that's, that mascot is definitely something that we hear. Interesting all the how time. the character is on par with the growth of the company. The, there's new things coming out. They're really foundational things. And under the surface, we don't know what the gopher looks like, but we know it's exciting and oh, it's, well it's coming. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. I like that. I dig it. Yeah. This show is produced at Podcast Carry. 
a professional studio making podcasting simple and fun. Located in Vibe Coworking in Cary, North Carolina. Want to start a podcast to create great content for your business and establish yourself as a thought leader in your city? Go to podcastcary.com, connect with your audience, grow your brand. So what motivated you guys? The idea came at the golf course, but what made you excited about pursuing it? Like, why was this a good idea for you guys? What's the why? Timing, just like anything else. Timing was good, but John and I have, have worked together in a professional capacity for three years now. But before that, they're very good friends. And with any successful organization, you've got uh, a mix of people that are, I know I can speak myself. I surround myself with people that are really good at what I am really bad at. And John and I, we just coming from two different trains of thought. I'm the loose cannon. I'm the, like, I, I got the ideas and I vomit out of the mouth all the time. John is very meticulous and he's the dot the I's, cross the T's. And when he and I both chewed on this and chewed on it and both came together and said, man, this is, we got it. We have to move forward with this. That was really exciting. That was really cool to be a part of, to take something that started as an idea. And even now, just to think there's 15,000 people out there that throughout the country, every state that have taken something that he and I came up with and saw an opportunity for and use it. The why was the potential down the road to, because gig economy, this, especially during COVID, every gig economy and the workers, we just keep seeing things about all these people that are, are finding ways to earn a living and the Uber drivers and things like that, that don't always necessarily get taken care of and, and thought of. And with this, it, it really does check all the boxes. It's a win-win for the requester because I'm getting what I really don't want to get out, go out and do, or I, I'm not able to get out and do. And the person who accepts it clearly thinks that this is a fair offer of their time. But the combination of those two things and just the state of how the gig economy is now, and a lot of people agree with us so that there's a real potential to, to scale this thing pretty large. Yeah. And I wonder if that jobs report that came out with all those disappearing millions of jobs that everybody just quit. I wonder how many of them are thinking, oh, the gig economy sounds pretty good. Yeah. Cause at, their, at our core, we want to do something. We want to have a purpose. You can only lay around so long. Yeah. I applied to be a, a Uber driver forever ago. Cause I was like, there's probably evenings I'd rather go have a conversation in a car than watch another episode of Seinfeld. So that sounds good. <laughs> But the hurdles were like crazy. I had to carry their phone with me and all that stuff. That And I was like, well, that's a lot of work. And I don't even know if I'm going to do it. But I would like the option. Yeah. What does it look like to be a gopher? So for them, let's use that for as an example with Uber. So if you're taking an Uber request for 30 cost the rider $30, what's that worker going to get? It's going to be closer to 15 than it is 30. We all know that. So with gopher, it's going to be way closer to 30. And so what's the difference is that we're not taking a ton of money that way. We're not going to be the get rich off transactions organization. We've got lots of other, I don't want to call it tricks up our sleeve because it's definitely thought Revenue of structure. Tricks. Yeah. But we definitely wanted to go in a different direction. We wanted to inspire people to our platform because it's going to be one of the most fair earnings sites or platforms available. There's also some other differentiators in that. If, if I'm an Uber driver or a Lyft driver, from what we've heard from them, so I don't want to speak anyway on behalf of their company or anything like that, just people that have worked for them that also do gopher runs, they have no say in rides that they take. And sometimes they're frustrated because there might be a surge increase and they didn't see any of that surge increase. 
so on and so forth. So with Gopher, they will always know I need a ride from point A to point B and it's for $30. That $30 will be in their checking account two minutes after they've dropped that person off and select complete, obviously, right? We get that part. But so now apply that to every other type of gig out there, full transparency, clear on what the expectations are of the user. And then once the job is done, you're rated. Both people are rated actually. So the user is rated as well as the gopher. We'd like to do that for some quality assurance. We by no means would allow anybody to stay on the platform that keeps getting one star reviews because they're, you know, out of control when something's dropped off or if someone's in their house and so on and so forth. So we want to make sure that everybody feels safe and fair on the platform. Why is there a bite out of every one of my tacos? Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) This guy. Cereal taco eater. <laughs> I was actually just trying to think up jokes a little bit. Like the funniest things I could imagine putting out there. I need a pair of pants delivered to the bathroom of the Mexican restaurant oh, in the boy. corner of Maynard. <laughs> you know, like. Is that, you know, is that it's not that, that far I, off. <laughs> clothes. I need clothes from Target. I've already looked on Target. I've already put them in the cart and I'm playing basketball at one of the gyms um, in yeah. Charlotte. It's a solution to your buddies running off with your clothes. Well, frick. I'll yeah. use the locker phone. Yeah. I'll go for or <laughs> good material there, man. That's or, good. or just general guys packing. Oh, I forgot this and this. Yeah. I have no idea where my cell phone is. Uses somebody else's find my iPhone. I need a gopher to go pick it up and bring it to me. I left my wallet somewhere. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That happens. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just like very needed items at the moment. Like I need two liters of oil over here, please. Gas. Yeah. My tire. Out of gas. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Ran out of gas 20 bucks plus the cost of the gas. Cheaper than AAA. Oh, interesting. Didn't have AAA. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, That's another whole market that, again, we're going to attack the people that don't have the AAA or things that, hey, car broke down, changed my flat tire. I think most people would rather pay for something when they need it than pay for something that they might be able to use at one point. Exactly. You mentioned we want it to be fair. Had you guys worked gig economy before and... No, I didn't. I was in the fitness industry. I know that's hard to believe. No, it's, I started down the path. John and I would just, just think from two totally different worlds. And I think both of us have an entrepreneurial spirit. And this was, uh, we'd kicked a couple of ideas around. And I think we both knew that we were going to be really good business partners. Just trying to figure out what was the one, what was the one idea that we were going to see through and, and. That, that had a lot to do with the why. And obviously we want to be billionaires. Well, for me, yeah, well, who doesn't? But anyways, the I, I've been very familiar with the gig economy way back in LA. That they, they had dabbled with the idea of delivering some convenience store stuff like in downtown Hollywood and West Hollywood and so on and so forth. I think it was called Pink Dot. And yeah, it was crazy, outrageous, expensive, but it was, hey, there's no other options. When more of the recognizable companies came in and you just compare how much it would cost to go get that meal yourself versus to have it delivered. It's, and there's just such a disparity there. Like it's just a little bit too much. Right. And I just don't see it ever going back. Once you're a public company and once you're starting to make these types of margins, like nobody's going to go, you know what, let's just go ahead and reduce all our fees. <laughs> That's going to be awesome. We didn't, we wanted to come from a completely different place with a completely different model that literally just put the empowerment on the users. Like, how much would you pay for it? I know you don't like to pay what you have to pay in other places, but how much would you pay for it if you just needed somebody to go pick up this or do this or what have you? And then the workers totally appreciate the fact that they are getting paid with a full transparent model. They're not 
dependent on tip baiting or any of that type of stuff. This is your full offer, which you can call it a tip plus a service plus whatever. You can call it whatever you want to. That's the total amount that you're going to receive. And you don't work for Gopher. Those are not our employees. I want to make sure that everybody's clear about that. Gophers aren't independent contractors. They're hired by the requester for that single job. And that's that. But they don't necessarily. That's a big key difference between oh, Monster and Uber. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we're, we are a You guys are more facilitators platform. of relationships. That's it. 100%. And, but we're going to give you as the worker the opportunity to enhance your reputation by showing all the things that right. makes you a viable worker for those particular jobs. I'm licensed, I'm bonded, I'm insured. Yeah. I have these credentials. There's my background check, all of that. We want to provide that. We want to be the ultimate marketplace and you can't call yourself the ultimate marketplace if you don't provide those types of things to Towering folks. Exactly. So let me ask you, could somebody put a request out for day laborers? Say you run a landscape company? Every day. Yeah. I had somebody come. So personally, personally, I was selling my house and had a business trip that took a little bit longer than it should have. And one of the requests from the uh, real estate agent was that I had new sod installed. Mm -hmm. And I put a gopher request out and had my entire yard sodded with day laborers. It ended up costing me about half of what it would have from a yeah. quote that I got from a, from a company. It so, could uh, be the app that like replaces, cause I know guys, like when I need something, I know a guy who knows people. So right. I'll call the guy. Like I needed, got a guy. I got a ditch that I needed dug in my backyard and I'm like, I'm gonna call Joe. He knows a guy. And then two people from the neighborhood show up with shovels and the thing's getting done. You we know? got about it. But if you don't have a guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Go yeah. For yeah. Our, our war room. There's 27 whiteboards with just, gosh, you, you'll go crazy in there. It's like a beautiful mind. Yeah. yeah. Uh, although neither of our minds are beautiful, but so that is something that, you know, we're Pink looking at mind. too. think about like Gopher Pro where somebody that's this contractor-esque, but not really a contractor, but he has somebody that he knows personally and has done jobs with that does landscaping, that does home repairs, that does yeah. this, that, and the other. Yeah, skill liberty. Then they would be able to be on the platform brokering these types of things. Would obviously have to enhance the technology to be able to accommodate that, but that's something that we're looking at as well, too. I like you, the idea for your war room of the honeydew gift card. Yep. Like, uh, <laughs> there's the things that my wife always asked me to do that take 20 minutes. I'm like, I would rather go not for go for do it. any of that. Yeah. You know, you asked the question about why, and, and one thing that we haven't touched on that's pretty important too is just economics. So the marketplace as a whole, uh, it, it was starting to shift towards a gig model. And yeah. so from a dollars and cents standpoint, when we have something that we feel pretty strongly and not just us, we've done, we did a, a lot of market research. We hired a, a company to do some market research for us beforehand. And the unanimous decision is that we have something that the gig economy as a whole is a massive marketplace and it's relatively new. And just like anything else, the economics of it, there's things that are starting to shake out. And what Gopher does is really solve for a lot of the issues that the gig economy, which is again, a massive market has been pretty clear and vocal about. That's another why it's a real opportunity in a, a relatively new um, market to disrupt. If you had to encapsulate it, if Gopher had a secret sauce versus kind of all the other similar gig economy fueled app platform things, what do you think the secret sauce is? So far it's been our users because that's every single pivot that we've made hasn't been, oh, we came up with another great idea. It's, and our users are steering us in this direction that makes perfect sense. And we tried to put together the blueprint the best that we can. 
And as we've come along 6,000, I didn't finish that earlier question back, but we've had 6,000 transactions so far. So with those transactions, we're getting more and more closer to what people want. And I think, I think that's our biggest ally. If I were to talk about what mentor in the past has really helped pave my way through this process, it'd be learning how to use people as your collective mentor. And they will always point you in the right direction, especially the people that tell you what you don't want to hear. I try to myself every single week, talk to at least two people that I or listen to two people because we can all talk. But if you're talking about your business, they're just going to, oh yeah, that's great. Oh, fantastic. But you you give them one and let them give you nine. And man, sometimes it's just brutal, but that brutal honesty then tested with your users, uh, you find, man, that is just so powerful. That's been the secret sauce so far. The next thing is, you know, what Tom and I are going to do is, is bring more people onto Gopher to fulfill roles that are beyond our capabilities to do, uh, humbly speaking, but um, <laughs> at least we're aware. We know what we have and we know that it's going to take some fantastic people to help get us there. And that's what, you know, our next project is. That's one of the, one of the things I was going to say about why this has worked and why it's going to work is John and I both realized that this was something very unique and something that could turn into something pretty massive. And we also both realized that our job is to get it to a certain point that we can hand off to other people that have C-level experience to take, you know, an, an app and scale it to the, the size that it's capable of doing. There's no ego. It's, we both understand what our strengths are. As soon as we don't bring value to the equation, that's when we want to make sure that it's in, in good hands. So Tom's just hanging on for a dear life with whoever decides to take over branding because he's got the gopher tattoo on his yeah. leg. <laughs> to all our listeners, we are seeing it now. Oh, it is real. Right above the cowboy. There is no plan yeah, B. There's, a, there's an extreme cost of you. In a, there's a, That's an eight-incher right there. There's a real cost of pain <laughs> of uh, a font change for you. I get asked the question all the time, like, well, what if Goofer do I'm like, well, first of all, if I thought that it wasn't going to work, I wouldn't have started it. Yeah. But some of those questions, what if you change the font? Uh, man, I don't care. This has been, regardless. Like the, one the, of the that's cool. the OG. That's the OG <laughs> Gopher, man. Like how the Taco Bell logo used to look when it first came out. It's the, still a bell but it's just not the same. I yeah. just keep imagining this, like the gopher character in a multitude of vehicles, but you never see the bottom of them and he pops up in people's yards. <laughs> out no of bottom. That's the thing. Don't, nobody knows. It's the great mystery. Yeah. yeah mystery like the bottom of half of that guy on that uh, home improvement show with Tim. Oh yeah. That's yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So you're in a smaller market now, which means you have the opportunity to learn. What are some of the things, what are some of the pain points that you guys ran into and the lessons you learned from them? Let's see, operationally, getting somebody who joins your platform based off of the criteria that you've put out there to educate them on what we'd hope your expectations are, that's the most difficult. And so I see Gopher, I see an ad to become a Gopher. Oh man, I love every single thing I'm seeing here. So I see a request come through and I grab it and I'm so passionate about it, but I forget to tell the person that I just, accepted their request that, Hey, I'm on the way, or I just, they didn't have it at this store. I'm, I'm going to go over here and just communicate along the way. Yeah. So sometimes we've had the greatest intentions. I just kind of missed that. And so that's some automation fixes for us that very simple, but yeah. we don't want to do the automated, what we see when I, I, I want automated prompts to tell you to communicate 
the way you speak sure. to that person. Whereas I'm sure you've used all types of delivery services and so on. You, you get that, that, that message is not coming from that driver. Yeah. How many times my daughters have been standing in front of the door waiting for their Amazon book with this sentence in this neighborhood. Yeah. It's not coming. It's <laughs> Yeah, I would but, say the, for me to answer that question, the lessons learned early on when we were collaborating and, and brainstorming on how we wanted the app to work and what we thought, and by we, like our small team, what we thought would work and some of the things that we decided not to spend money on early on, because again, we self-funded this so far early on. Now we have a group of investors. Every dollar, just like any startup, is very important. And some of the things that we spent money on early on that we thought were going to be just awesome ideas. Turns out once to John's point, once we got it out in a use case and started studying and getting some analytics back, they weren't, we had a early on the development, th there were some things that we would definitely change, but as with any business, but I, I think looking back on things now, some of the decisions we made on things to spend money on earlier than or later than we did. In hindsight, could you have saw that coming? Because I think like anybody that builds a user platform, like Facebook got started to rank the hotness of college girls. And that's not what it is right now. Like right. Metaverse. Metaverse. <laughs> Whatever that's going to be. No, but, that's uh, a good question. And we definitely don't want to round up for ourselves in, in reflection and go, oh, well, who could have saw that coming? One thing that I know I personally, because I'm absolutely wrapped up in this thing every single day right now would be with the development piece to have asked more questions, how significant is the actual tech stack part of this idea? And it is wildly more important than I had. <laughs> it's like the whole idea. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> and also like when you're communicating your idea uh, to a developer, we could have been much more clear. Look, this is what it should look like. This is how it should feel. This is how our users should respond. This is what the finished product looked like along the way. And we didn't necessarily, and when I say we, it's of course it is spelled I, but didn't do necessarily that due diligence right off the bat. And that due diligence has now been done. And I feel it could have benefited us and it matters the most today, but it did probably set us a little bit back several months. That's a big lesson. And I think everybody learns it in their own business, in their own way. I know for me with websites, I thought I was selling a product, a website, and it turns out I was actually selling a process of here's how to build a, it's a, I'm selling an experience, which is really what people are doing when they're getting a gopher. They're, they're experiencing not having to go do this thing themselves using your platform. It's not like they're not really buying a six pack. They're using gopher for the experience of man, somebody went and got me the six pack. Sure. Yeah. It's a whole different thing really, when you think about it. And I think that's the nature of the user driven, the users will let you know, like you mentioned earlier, they'll mm -hmm. let you know what the right thing is. The exciting part about that is it could pivot some user three months from now, I could come up with this great way to use your platform and tell six people. And then they tell six yeah. people and they're like, man, this is what the platform is now. 15,000 users later, that's more or less how, how it has become. Yeah. yeah. It's, mm -hmm. it's from that. One of the most uh, humbling and inspiring things is that, like I mentioned earlier, there's a rating process at the conclusion of a transaction. Our, our blended user rating is 4.98. Wow. You rate me, I rate you afterwards. Thousands and thousands of transactions, 4.98. And I, I don't want to make excuses for the, the ones and twos, but I know all of them. I've User. been involved. Okay. I have talked to every single transaction. If you use Gopher, hey, good to talk to you again, because I am, I've reached out to you and have committed to making sure that if it's a five, then even though there's not a six, we'll try to make that rating that great. And if it's a one, then we will do every possible thing that we can to avoid that in the future. And 
But again, the fact that it is where it is right now, and we have so much of a better product to deliver with to you is pretty inspiring. Yeah. And it's tough with the reviews because people write the dumbest reviews that aren't related to your, because I always go right to the one-star reviews oh, yeah. when you're on whatever. Yeah. And you're like, well, that's not even what they were selling. Like I was looking at chairs before we started. I wanted to buy some new chairs, got a squeaky chair. And it's got a one-star review for these chairs. Everything else is five stars. These chairs are great. And then this one guy's, he didn't pre-drew my holes. I'm out. <laughs> We've got one on Apple that says, this is an Android. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. A lot of the, a lot and of the ones. Got me right there. Yeah. A lot of the ones and twos are, you, of course, that's the nature is to look at those first. Cause I don't know why it's like some deep human thing. Yeah. You just want to see like, what are they mad about? Yeah. And with go, it's like some of the stuff's like yeah. user error one, a lot of them like, oh, I accidentally hit one star. Yeah. I'm thinking about how I could use the platform to motivate my own children to be like, Hey, hey if you could go rake the lawn and like, oh, I just paid that guy 40 bucks could have been yeah. yours. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Every time there's a, a request that comes out for take a mattress to a dump or something like that, right. I'll text my son and, and a couple of his buddies from, yeah, he's a senior in high school. Hey man, look, this is the quickest 50 bucks you're ever going to make. Go do it. And if they're not quick enough, it, bang, it's gone. The average go for request in this market in our pilot is like what, 10 seconds. And so so what yeah. is your, what's your area size specifically in our area? So you carry Raleigh, what, what is it? Yeah. You can just call it the triangle. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. It can be downloaded anywhere, obviously, but like I was in Charlotte yesterday for work and a request came through. That's the coolest part for me. John is definitely uh, knee deep 24 seven in this. And he, he doesn't always have uh, the time to, to stop and smell the roses sometimes because he's just so involved. Like he's managing the developers, everything. But what's cool to me is when John, he'll send me like a, a screenshot of some random part, small town USA and someone's downloaded the app and submitted a go for request. And it's just, that's the cool part for me. It's like, how did this person hear about wow. it? It's the cool part, but it's also like, we got to get these enhancements out quick. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. It's growing. What's what systems or processes do you guys wish you would have put in place sooner? Oh boy. We're going to start with that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know when people just answer, I wish I would have put systems and processes in place. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. So back to the development piece, I wish that I would have known what I know today then so that I would have known when to check in during any given sprint or say that, hey, we've got a deadline here for, you know, the next month. All right, it's a weekend. How are we doing? What does it look like? How can I help? What additional information do you need? So on and so forth. Whereas if it gets to one to the end of that month and you're like, oh boy, that's it's nowhere near what I was, we were hoping where it would be. And so I think that today what we have in place um, is actually a daily check-in and yeah, it, that's a, a half hour of expense that we're absorbing, but we're getting through um, things at a much greater rate than we were before. But again, it was a part of that whole learning process. Yeah. Same. I would say knowing now what we know, would that, that's the very convenient answer, but it, it, it's very true. There was some things early on, we have a different relationship with a different developer now, but the knowing what we know now, I think we would have changed some of the processes and, and some of the deliverables from the developer to us. Problem is we just really didn't know how to communicate that because we didn't know. Speaking a language we don't know. Yeah, that's, we have all the intentions of the world to give you this end product, but to just skip right over the beginning. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah. but we made up ground quick. There you go. If you've been listening, you're like, man, I should try this out. And you're in the triangle. It's the Gopher request app. You can download it off of your app store. 
Let's go ahead. I, I created an account. I was going to be sneaky and have somebody go for us something, but then I got wrapped up in the conversation and forgot. But that would have been a cool moment. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We've done it before. So there's two apps, right? So if you want to make money doing the request, go to go for go But if you want to request something, it's go for request Just like, same as Uber right. drivers log into a different thing. But we've used that several times where we've been at an investment pitch or something like that. And we'll ask something just subliminally, just skipping over. Like, you want something to drink? I could, yeah, yeah. What do you, you guys want something to drink? You guys, <laughs> well, what, what kind of beer do you like? And then John will start talking and I'll get on my phone, boop. And then, you know, 12 pack. And they're like, what the, what yeah. just happened? Like, <laughs> could have been a real letdown in my particular no. building, which has no signage on it and is very difficult yeah, to find. God, I'm sorry <laughs> about that, man. I was a little flustered <laughs> coming in, man. I was like, where am I? <laughs> They're gophers, man. They'll find it. Yeah, yeah that's right. Everywhere. Yeah, I like that. I also really like the idea of, and I think that's something that Josh and I just personally like. I like the idea of doing something as opposed to sitting around. And I would find it enjoyable, especially so my last level, my last position that I had before I started my business, I was like C-level and I managed a lot of people. For somebody that's been in that position, just to do something that's not crazy hard is like therapeutic. Like I would just like to go, yeah, it's Saturday. Somebody yeah. wants me to spread mulch. All right. Yeah, why not? That's not bad. And yeah. then I'll use that and, and whatever, buy some cigars and invite some people over and that'll make a day out of it. Done. You know? College Close. kids, man. College kids. <laughs> yeah. they, they want that beer money for the weekends. Crush a couple of gopher requests a Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. All works out. Especially the easy ones. Obviously, I'll introduce myself to whoever I do a gopher request for. And oh, what do you do there? And I'm, I'm the CEO. And then they freak out. And I was like, well, it's really, I, I don't look at it like that at all. I'm like, I want you to understand that you put out a request for a 12-pack of beer and offered 15 bucks. I was already at the store and I'm already coming. Live right around the street. Wow. So why wouldn't I do you a solid? Right. Yeah. I'm not immune to money. Right. And sometimes it's even way more than that, depending on what time of night it oh, is. Oh yeah, man. And so just think if we get enough people on the platform that are in those types of situations, like things are going to get done a lot faster and they're yeah. really not any sweat off anybody's back. It's not like installing a fan. I was already there. Yeah. yeah. It's a community based. I'm just seeing like episodes of sitcoms in my mind. Of if I needed to impress somebody, I would hire a gopher and have them come and pretend they recognize me and give me my <laughs> Hey man, how are you doing? Yeah. Do that. That is money. Absolutely. Somebody will do that. Are you watching Seinfeld right now? And George Costanza couldn't prove that he knew any black people, his friends. <laughs> hey, brother. Man. About the request. I need uh, well, you know, not quite as uh, dramatic as that, but we had somebody put a gopher request out to have someone come stand and hand out Halloween candy because they were too lazy to do it themselves. <laughs> they know who that is. And you know who you are. I like, oh, well, they work. Oh. <laughs> you know who it is. I don't. You, we talked about him earlier. Oh, really? Oh, <laughs> he's big. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. I think, uh, he's a big old fella. Yeah, that's a great use of it. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a really cool idea for a product. And I think it's a great way for people to earn extra money, especially as a side project. I think people might find very, in very cool ways to use the platform. Cause I think everybody that's trying to make money as an entrepreneur in the gig community is looking for that opportunity that feels fair. Is that worth it? Yeah, do I have to overpay? And a lot of the big guys or companies, it's a pay to play to get seen. It's a pay a premium to, for finding you the work. And a lot of that feels unfair in the gig economy. You found the work, well, your platform did, but yeah. still, does that mean that should be 
Like that's people complain about, I think in terms of the app store from Apple is going to take 30% of your transactions. And the people that made the games are like, that seems high. You didn't do anything. Yeah. <laughs> like I did all the work. Yeah. Yeah. Well, hope that inspires people what you just said. Um, and I'll just tell them straight up, you don't need to try to circumvent Gopher to try to use any type of principles off the platform. We will hear everything that you have to say. If you have ideas, we want this thing to evolve something crazy. Like we want everybody that's out there grinding right now, that's trying to, you know, compete against the bigger companies and that are trying to establish themselves as a hard worker, or a good worker, what have you. We want to help in any and every possible way that we can. Yeah. And with the, you touched on something earlier, that's really important moving forward. And I think another wave of really good timing of the great resignation. There's more people are quitting their jobs right now, because whether it's because of some type of political like mandates, things like that, that are finding a lot of people unemployed and, and unsure, even if it's in the interim, this provides an opportunity for people to make quick, easy money. And it also solves for the requesters too. Sometimes it is a convenience base, but also it's practical too. Like in my application, from a business standpoint, or another example is there's my girlfriend has medicines and things that need to be delivered to her mom like every week. And it would take her an hour and a half to do it. So she, every week she sends a gopher request and usually the same person uh, now it's, it's almost like they're waiting for it. And so it's, it feels good from a business owner standpoint, we are doing something with nothing but good intentions. We really are providing people Especially when COVID hit, we uh, were both from Holly Springs and there were some restaurants that got hit really hard. And one of the coolest things, we, we were able to help them keep food coming out of their kitchen and, and, you know, keep revenue coming in. We really do feel like there's, it's a very gratifying thing that we're doing here. I like that. I'm going to go for something. Go for it. Go for it. <laughs> Need it now. Go for it. Go for it. I'll go for it. Thanks so much for guys for coming oh, out. We you, really man. enjoyed speaking. This was fun. You. Yeah. Yeah. You guys got an awesome setup here. Anybody, yeah, I'm going to tell a lot of my, my business friends. I appreciate that since I don't have a sign. That's the only way people know. I'm never going to let that one down. So I drove right past this place like 10 times, got lost. Everywhere. Perfect. We enjoyed watching you from the window. Thanks for being <laughs> on the show, guys. No, thank y'all. We love making this stuff for you. You can help us out by subscribing wherever you get your podcasts. Get unstuck, tell a better story, and have a good answer to the question, what are you doing today?